Hello, and you're listening to the Punch Drunken Masters podcast. I'm your host, as always, Ramon Bermudez, and I'm here uh, with my co-host, uh, the ever-present Diamond Keegan. Uh, hi, I'm Diamond Keegan. Uh, you can find my work currently at uh, MMA publication FightZone.life. Uh, FightZone.life, as I understand it, um, is actually a redirect? Yeah, it's redirected from uh, FightZone.biz, mm-hmm. FightZone.club, mm-hmm. uh, FightZone.fart, okay. FightZone.xyz, mm-hmm. and FightZone.pizza. All those redirect to FightZone.life. Okay, um... You didn't catch on to uh, FightZone.org? No, um, that's actually occupied by the uh, FightZone um, uh, MMA pr- um, publication uh, based in South Africa. Mm. All right, then. Well, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it pays the bills right now. You know, I've been reporting on a lot of news, and we got a lot of news this week uh, in we, mixed martial arts. We do have a lot of news, especially since, um, there unfortunately wasn't an event this weekend. You know, we um, we saw what is referred to in the business as a, a cap trick. That's uh, three people injured their kneecaps before the fight, uh, <laughs> meaning the event couldn't happen. Uh, so instead, we're just going to be this week talking about um, news about the sport. Yep. It's been a while since we reported on like this many stories all at once honestly mm-hmm. all right um what's this first one you have well so we were talking about uh mma publications before uh i want to talk about how uh filthy father phil shoemaker is uh the rookie of the year for um bloody kneecaps oh yeah them yes the the sister site to um Bloody Elbow, specifically capitalizing on the uh, injury spree of last week. <laughs> yeah, they literally, just, it literally, like, this publication uh, popped up in the last week. Mm-hmm. And already voted for a Rookie of the Year, that yeah. being uh, Filthy Father, Phil Shoemaker. Yeah, um, I, I have my own problems with Bloody Kneecap right now. Um, yeah, but uh, Phil... Filthy, filthy father. Filthy father. Uh, Phil Shoemaker. Filthy father. Phil Shoemaker. I have a hard, hardest time with his name. Uh, you know the the priest of grime <laughs> is uh, what he likes to call himself. Yeah, I mean, do you agree with this? Like, do you think he's rookie of the year? Uh, I mean, he had a good year last year. He, um, you know, fought three times. That's a uh, pretty impressive uh, in in this day and age. <coughs> um. KOs, each one of those fights. Um, KOs specifically from uh, running front kick. So uh, (laughs) every match uh, started with him just running at full sprint and just launching his entire body uh, feet first into the person's face. You know, you'd think after um, winning a, uh, a match a second time with that same move, people would learn to defend against it uh but of course he he did kind of luck out fighting um the amnesiac dave Ceziak uh for his um third fight yeah i um i hate the fact that like this because here's the thing like uh before his first fight um what's his name filthy father filthy father phil shoemaker filthy father is kind of the unimportant part yeah phil Phil shoemaker 
was like um who, who was I I the way he played it up I made it I made, made me think that he was just gonna do a bunch of like three hundred kicks you know what I mean mm-hmm. the the pit kick the Sparta oh, kick yes yeah but then he just like does like um like a he does then he just like does like a double drop kick or just like um I remember past years that was called the kangaroo blaster because uh, it was performed a lot in the outback <laughs> yes um. Outback fight promotion. Uh, <laughs> Outback combat federation. <laughs> OCF. Good old OCF. Who, Outba- who Outback, can forget? Outback combat for fighting. Yes. OCF. Yeah. Uh, which shut down five years ago. Um, yeah, it's surprising that they were able to establish... <laughs> The uh, kangaroo kick. Uh, kangaroo ap- blaster. Kangaroo blaster. Uh, forgive me. Um, they were able to establish the kangaroo blaster after uh, they ceased um, existing. Yeah, but it's... It, yeah, but like Phil Shoemaker, though. Like, it's... I don't know. Um, I, I'm not paying attention to those three fights. I was more concerned with, like, his, his fights that weren't sanctioned, actually. Because he had... Yeah, if, if we're not counting um, professional fights uh, with air quotes there, you know, uh, the fights they sh- don't show you on Sherdog. Uh, he's actually <laughs> uh, seven fights last year. Oh, really? Last, last, I, last I saw was like 21. Mm. I think people might be counting bar fights in that. Okay, so uh, uh, Filthy Father, uh, Phil Shoemaker, uh, has had three professional fights. Um Four unprofessional fights. Four unprofessional fights. Uh, several bar fights. Um, I'm pretty sure he got into an argument on the highway with someone who rear-ended him. Mm-hmm. Uh, three unsanctioned Chattanooga street fights. Um, and also uh, five flame wars on SureDog.com, since you brought it up before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they do actually list those now. They just list it in a separate tab. Yeah, it's but it's it's really hard to keep track of everything. But yeah, um, I still don't think he should have gotten rookie of the year because I feel like all these victories were dirty. Well, they don't call him the filthy father. Yeah, he's he's just not for me. He's just not for me. I don't think he's a good fighter, but whatever. Congratulations, uh, filthy father Phil Shoemaker, <laughs> for getting the bloody kneecap rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-seven fights in uh, thirty. Uh, sanctioned seconds, precisely. Okay. Um. Next, you know, let's what's next headline? Uh, Alexander Lewis, uh, has changed his name. Okay. To Alexander Hell. Um, Alexander Hell. Uh, who from CRE Cage Rage Entertainment? Uh, the Cage Rage Entertainment champion has taken the Cage Rage Entertainment uh championship belt and converted it from gold to the cryptocurrency Hell coin. Mm. And which is why he has changed his last name to Hell. Uh, and he has started an online campaign uh, asking people to buy in to, Ale- uh, to buy into Hellcoin. Uh, now, you would think that, uh, you know, a champion shouldn't be allowed to uh, have that much power. But I suppose that is what happens when the champion is also the son of the owner of uh, the company. Yeah. Um yeah, like uh, <laughs> David Lewis, the owner of uh, Cage, Rage, Cage Rage Entertainment. Mm-hmm. David Hell now. 
No, no, it's just... Oh, he didn't change his name? No, he because he's not into this, honestly. Like, uh, Dave... yeah, da- David Lewis, all about that old money. Yeah, David David Lewis, who has changed his name back from, from David um, Dogecoin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Formerly David Iridian Coin. Oh, so just fool me once, fool me twice <laughs> with... Uh... With Dave Lewis, then. I'm just saying, like, the comp- K-Trash Entertainment is the only thing, like, would be a much bigger company if they weren't squandering their profits on cryptocurrency scams every six weeks. Um, but yeah, Alexander Hell, though, is going all, all in on this and using his platform as K-Trash Entertainment champion uh, to buy into this. And I don't know how you feel about cryptocurrency right now. Um, I don't feel swell about it. And that's why I hope that... Uh, Alexander Hell um, loses his title to uh, Nick Nvidia next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he's uh, he is like pointing people to uh, the Hellcoin website, uh, which is hellcoin.biz/diamondkeegan. <laughs> and anyone goes there and just uh, just you know just uh, it's just a small investment, and you can make. Make like thousands of percent back on the investment. <laughs> I um don't think I'm gonna visit that page, Keegan. I mean, that's that's fine. It's it's not it's not for everyone. Not everyone can be successful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the docket. Next on the docket, um, Olivier No Pull Jordan got caught juicing again. Oh, Christ. Mm-hmm. So his fight, um, Ugh, what an idiot! His his fight in March is uh, no longer happening. Uh, the the officials of the um, North Dakota uh, State Athletic Commission <laughs> noted that um, he his testosterone uh, was at a very elevated level. Uh, it kind of seemed. Like, he was uh, testing for the sort of steroids that uh, we use on horses to prepare them for fights against elephants. Uh, now, these are very... Wait, wait, ju- wait. <laughs> these are very juiced-up horses. Um, oh. Honestly, those horses are also unfit to fight. Um, but that is for the Kentucky State Athletic Commission to decide whether those horses should fight or not. Okay, so... The Kentucky State Athletic Commission is determining what happens in North Dakota now, is what you're saying? No, no. The Kentucky State Athletic Commission is determining uh, if the horses in the next uh, derby fighting championship uh, should be allowed to compete. Yeah, in the DFC. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm I'm kind of surprised that North Dakota has gone ahead and legalized uh, uh, horse, and, <laughs> horse and pachyderm fights. Horse and pachyderm fights are, are for another time. Uh, the news was about uh, Olivier Olivier uh, Jordan. Yeah, Olivier no Pope Jordan. Olivier Jordan. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of pulp going through him right now. <laughs> that boy's thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's. This is like the fourth time he's been caught doing this, and I'm surprised they haven't suspended his license yet. Like, what is what is what is with the sport today that we keep letting people get away with this? Um, his senses are at a just elevated level. Um, 
we're all actually terrified of him. You know, sometimes when you stay, sometimes when you talk about him too loudly, uh, you have to stay quiet and you hear his footsteps just following behind. Um, I mean, I feel like you feel more. Sh- I, okay. I more feel like the blood, like just just hammering through his biceps. <laughs> that that is what that thudding is. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying that, like, uh, like Olivier Jordan, um, if you put a piece of tape on his back, he can't get it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't need to get it off. He'll have a good friend who w- won't. Get beat up by him to to get it off for him. And apparently, it's the only way to avoid that with him. He's an idiot, and I hate him. God, ugh. Keegan, how long? Keegan, please. <laughs> how long is he suspended for? Um. Okay. Uh. According to um, to this push notification I received, uh, the Dakota State Athletic Commission has actually allowed him to fight again. God, and also uh. They are sending um, emergency flares? Emergency signals? Oh, whatever, that's not our problem. All right, fine, whatever. <sighs> Next on docket. Uh, one of my favorite fighters, uh, Bethany Deathany Taylor. Bethany Death, okay. Bethany De- Deathany Taylor. Uh, she's out. She is <laughs> out for the next six to eight months due to injury. Oof. Yep. Yeah. Um, she wasn't. She was. She wasn't part of that that kneecap triple threat, was she? No, oh, no, no. She was injured during um, the tournament finals of a mechanical bull riding tournament. Oh, <laughs> yep. Um, among the injuries sustained, she sustained a broken arm, okay, a, a bruised tailbone, a chipped tooth, a cracked rib, a broken wrist, a chunk of hair got ripped out, a hangnail, a fraction C four, C six, C eleven, C two. And C7 vertebrae, um, and a bloody nose. You hate to see it happen. Yeah, it's yeah, especially with something like unrelated to fighting. But I don't, I don't think so though, because like, Deathney Taylor is known for mechanical bull riding. It's how she got like noticed in the sport. Honestly, um, you helped her build up a really, really good, really good grip. Like mm-hmm. I, Bethany is really good at just getting like rear naked chokes in. Um, mostly yeah, against mechanical bulls. Yeah, um, that's where and that's where she learned it. You know, if you could fight a machine, you could fight a man. Yes, uh, that famous saying by popular jujitsu uh, coach Robot Taylor. <laughs> Robot Taylor, of course, uh, Bethany Taylor's father. <laughs> uh-huh. Bethany Bethany Taylor is a robot, and she knows how to fight him. She's not a robot. Don't do this, okay? This is my favorite fighter. No, this is un... No, I'm not going to let you get away with just, like, spreading rumors. We're here for news, not for rumors. Okay, let me ask you. Uh, the vertebrae that she that she uh, uh, cracked, yeah. um, is the word vertebrae spelled with a Y instead of an E at the front? Mm, no, it's spelled with an A at the end. Vertebra? V e r t e b r e a. I I might have it, like, I mean I got I got these from from fightzone.biz. So 
and I didn't write it, so I don't. So I I don't know who wrote it, but like uh, I probably should cite that. But whatever. Um, it might have been a typo that I got through the editor. Who knows? Who can say? Who can say? Yeah. But yeah, Bethany, Bethany Taylor, uh, out six to eight months. Uh, get well soon, Bethany. Okay. Uh, my final bit of news is uh, Lil Garat, Percy Bowman winning the grappling tournament. Oh, good uh, for him. Yep. Clean sweep uh, using uh, his hair, his uh, very long hair braid as a uh, garat now <laughs> as we know this was kind of a contested issue uh a couple of months back on whether uh hair was a, a legal uh human weapon to use in grappling tournaments mm-hmm. um but the association for grappling over there uh yeah the agot <laughs> The AGOT. Uh, got. <laughs> they they did approve of uh of hair as a, a legal means to uh, fight. Of course, that means there is a lot more hair, hair pulling in this event than in others. Um, was not a problem for Lil Garot though. Yeah. How do you feel about this? You do, you, you which side are you on on this debate? Um, I feel like if it is growing out of you, then you should be able to use it. As a means to disable your opponent. Okay. All right. But let's say if there was a fighter who had bones growing out of them, could they just snap the bones off and use them against their opponent? Uh, That is a question for the uh, bone striking over there, uh, Federation, (laughs) uh, BSOT. Yeah. BSOT. BSOT, yeah. Um, I mean, I... I feel weird like about about it about this because it's where would he be without the hair is the thing just like everyone's got legs but only he's got like the hair so okay but at the same time uh people can show up without hair and that's extremely helpful you know you just grease yourself up a little bit all of a sudden you're slipping and slopping all over the place yeah well and are you going are you going to to say that those people um are are free to do as they will but Little Garot and um, his extremely long braid, which he has work- worked very hard on since he was 12 years old. Uh, are you going to say that Little Garot shouldn't be able to use his? Man, you're you're going pretty hard defending Little Garot here. Uh, Percy Bowman uh, is a friend. He follows me on social media, um, and he's a character. What can I say? I mean, yeah, it's like you got that. Well, you got that braid. And, like, the sides and the back shaved, and it's just the braid coming out, like mm-hmm. that dude from Earthbound. Yes, that one dude from Earthbound. Yeah. We, of course, know his name. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't agree with him, but whatever. It's... Congratulations, Lil Garot. Okay. Uh, who who did you want to win uh, the Association of Grappling over there? I mean, Stacy Stubble. Oh, so so I wanted a Stacy Stubble to take his face, rub it against, rub it against people, and draw some fucking blood, but never got a chance to because he got choked out. Uh, yeah, because um, facial hair is illegal. Anyway, I feel like this is a double standard. All right, um, all right. Last bit of news. Uh, PDF, Pit Drop Fighting. Mm-hmm. They're back. 
Oh, they're back. As you know, Pit Drop Fighting lost their promoter's license four years ago. Yes. Uh, because there was a safety issue uh, when a fighter uh, fell into the pit in the middle of the ring. Uh that was filled with mouse traps, as is the pit drop fighting uh, gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a uh, Chris Unidan mm-hmm. fell in there with all the mouse traps, but uh, which led to the suspension of the Peronos license for pit drop fighting. But uh, they're back. They're ba- pit drop fighting's back. Wait, okay. So if I'm to understand this correct, uh, pit drop fighting's one gimmick is the the reason that they got uh, they lost their license. Yeah, but the pit's back. Mouse traps are back. Uh, they're glue traps now. Mm. Do you think they ever considered um, a Rube Goldberg machine like the same way as the uh, mousetrap board game? No, that's ridiculous. The match matches would either be extremely long or extremely short. Okay, but just imagine, uh, you know, the the bell rings, the fight starts. Uh, one person goes in for a sprawl, double leg takedown, falls on the ground. That's going to hit a paddle, hits <laughs> uh, into like a, a cue ball. The cue ball rolls down a series of tubes uh, that zigzag all the way over mm-hmm. uh, into uh, a skate <laughs> with a candle that is lit. That candle is, or uh, that skate is moving on uh, over. I'm checking um, my watch. Uh, let's say a good 15 uh, feet uh, to uh, a rope. <laughs> The rope uh, is then singed from the candle, and the the rope drops. It's um, it's got a mousetrap on it, and it just lands on top of one of the people uh, inside of the pit. And now we need to close this promotion again. Thanks for ruining my second favorite MMA company. What's your first favorite? Moving on. <laughs> uh, no, that's the news. Uh, yeah, that's that's all the news for t- for this week. Okay. A lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand that we have um, a sponsor this week. Yeah, yeah, we got an ad break, so let's uh, we should go to that. Yeah, um, well, let's take a break. I'll go to the bathroom real quick, uh, and we'll come back after the ad break. All right, uh, this week. The the Punch Dragon Mash podcast brought to you by the Peter Jorts MMA Fantasy Camp. Ramon, do you crave the action of mixed martial arts at a molecular level? Do you just want to fight but feel like your body would never last? Uh, MMA is my life. Attend, do, do you should attend the Peter Jorts MMA Fantasy Camp. For four weeks, you go through the alleged real routines MMA fighters go through. It's for all skill levels, and it's conducted in a completely safe environment. And at the end, you get to have an actual fantasy match against Peter Jorts himself. Do you think that you can tell me more about about this? Yeah, of course. Uh, if you purchase the diamond level package of the Peter Jorts MMA Fantasy Camp, uh, Peter might actually let you win the match. Oh, diamond is just like your name. Um, if you go to PeterJortsMMAcamp.biz slash PunksDrunk, pom- promo code MASTERS, you can get a 10% discount on your purchase. That's PeterJortsMMAcamp.biz slash PunchDrunk, promo code MASTERS. 
Uh, disclaimer, Peter George's MMA Fantasy Camp does not guarantee training progress. Peter George's MMA Fantasy Camp is for entertainment purposes only. It should not be used as a substitute for an actual workout program. For details, visit PeterGeorgeMMACamp.biz slash legal. Peter George's, he fights. Back, uh, Ramon. That's me. Yeah. Uh, let's go through. Uh, let's talk about some classics. Yes. Now, uh, from what I understand, both of us just happened upon uh, the same event. Um, is a uh, early '90s uh, MMA event. Remember the Alamo? Forget the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Mine isn't from that, but I got yeah, what which oh, match you got. I, I thought we'd made an agreement. Yeah, I, I went, I deviated. This was, it was, um, it's a real cute setup I had, but, you know, <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll start with remember the Alamo, forget the rules. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my match, uh, is, uh, Crazy Grow, Carlos Marchetti, uh, versus, uh, The Grimace. Uh, the Grimace, you know, <laughs> the actual Grimace from um, the McDonald's Play Place. Yep. Uh, this is actually kind of the reason that the Grimace um, lost his uh, sponsorship deal with McDonald's. Uh, they did not care for um, the violent blood sport that he uh, had found himself in, especially against uh, Crazy Grow, Carlos Marchetti, um, just a-, a legend in the macro community. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Crazy Grow, uh... Carlos Marchetti. Carlos Marchetti. Um, one of the biggest discrepancies ever in weight between the weigh-in and the start of the match. Mm -hmm. A difference of almost 5,000 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know... <laughs> you know the the '90s were were um, just a heyday in freak fights. Oh yeah, uh, the wild west of it. Absolutely, uh, we we don't have those anymore. That's why you know you got to keep something to, uh, close to your heart, like uh, Grimace versus uh, Carlo, Carlos Marchetti. Um, some some of the uh, popular um, uh, points in the match were um, Grimace. Uh, popping a finger back in that he had jammed uh, during the fight. Uh, it kind of seemed like the, the fight was going to be called early, but, you know, Grimace, Grimace threw it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like um, with at this event, it's just it really lived up to his name, Remember the Alamo, Forget the Rules. It's like, no, the rules seems like they were being enforced very differently between from fight to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this case, uh, the rule for fish hooking was ignored completely. Uh, yes. Um, Carlos Marchetti treated Grimace like a regular filet fish <laughs> With the cheese on it. Gross. Dis- yeah, no, it's disgraceful. It's the worst part of, of it, honestly. <laughs> uh, but, um, but the Grimace? Uh, who, won the, who, won the, uh, who tells who won the fight? Uh, well, it was the Grimace. Mm-hmm. Um, as everybody knows, uh, you can only uh, last so long at such a big state uh, before you're deprived of oxygen. Um, 
and pass out completely. Yep. No one can beat the Grimace. No one. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell me about your yeah look, your, your your event. I mean, I'm sorry. I must have missed the email from you. Um, but my match uh, for this week is from Slavic Havoc ninety nine. <laughs> I remember uh, that one. Yeah, and it's uh, Dimitri Veritas versus Lucas Argonia. Um, I don't remember that one. Yeah, uh, and this was match was held in a warehouse, a warehouse in uh, the east, the eastern eastern side of Moscow. Okay. Uh, this is the match famously uh, ended by KO in the third round uh, via a steam vent. <laughs> All right. Um... So it was, uh, what, where, this was in a warehouse. Yes, it was, in a warehouse. Uh, Dimitri Veritas got Lucas Argonia uh, and Choke uh, from behind, mm-hmm. and then literally held his face up against a steam vent, with and hot steam blasted him. Mm. Uh, and his skin started to blister. Ugh. Yep. And he fought hard to get there, but it wasn't enough. Uh, and he... Um, Dimitri, unfortunate. Wait, who did I say it was in? I forgot. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm. No, you're 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 I, blown I, away. I, I, I remember the matches. Um, always gonna struggle with those Eastern European names. Yeah, I know, right? Um, this one though is just like this match was so famous that uh, this is the match that sold uh, two million five hundred thousand VHS tapes sold to date. Mm. Of this, of Slavic Havoc 99. That's a lot of rubles. It is a lot of rubles. Um, and you can actually uh, get that tape at diamonddiscounttapes.zone. <laughs> From what I understand, Diamond Discount Tapes has all the, um, has all the popular, uh, uh, mo- 90s Moscow events. You know, it's got, um, Rumble in the boiler room. Uh, <laughs> the steel mill slapdown. Um, Eastern block party. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the train yard scrap. Uh, <laughs> the scrap yard train down. Uh, <laughs> I think you're mixing up a couple. No, wait, no, that one's there. How about that? Um, rem- I remember the events. Don't remember the names. <laughs> oh man, the Pub Stomp '91, <laughs> the Iron Curtain Call. <laughs> yeah, but all these are at uh, Diamond Discount Tapes. That zone. Um, all right, that's a that's our classic. I think that'll, I think that's it for the for the show this week. Mm-hmm. Unless you had some more news. Nope, that that is it. Uh, I wanna I wanna thank you, the listener, uh, for listening into the uh, Punch Drunken Masters here on the Left Leg Pos- Podcast Network. Remember, Left Leg Hospital, Left Leg Pos- Oof, Left Leg Podcast. I. I can't believe I still slip up on that sometimes. It's, listen, it's it's confusing, but it's it's the it's the hell that we've been resigned to. Mm-hmm. So again, right leg hospital, left leg podcast. Um, thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, thank you to the Peter George MMA Fantasy Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keep on fighting 
whatever fight it is you're fighting, um, I'm proud of you. Uh, wish you the best. Uh, hope you're taking care of those bones. I need a better sign off. Dime. Hellcoin.biz slash Diamond Keegan. No, stop it! <laughs>